It's the blackout. An error occurred. It's the blackout. Wait a moment and try again later. I'm not here for these errors. Oh, now we live. After all that. Okay, well, we live. What's up, what's up? On today's episode of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast, would you reach into a man's box for a piece of his chicken? (laughs) Would you reach down and kiss a baby while realizing that his mama is breastfeeding and it's not your baby or your girl? Did you know that hip hop may be the best music for cheese? All this, some voicemails, and more on today's episode of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast. Skeet, 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 skeet. Pew, 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 pew. All those things. <laughs> you, you, you skeet, skeet, need What? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. The, oh, oh, man. Oh, especially after talking about grabbing a dude's chicken. Like, come on, man, Jared. What you doing, bro? What is we doing? Chicken what is we doing? Uh, well, nom, nom, you nom. know, of all the people to do it, I'm the one who would do that. Uh, oh no, no way! I wouldn't do that. I'm the one who would accidentally, who would accidentally uh, make that, you know, make that sound or whatever, while simultaneously trying to um, introduce the show. So, whatever. Anyway, hey, you know what? Welcome to episode one, uh, 214 of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast, the Valentine's episode, so to speak. Mm-hmm. It's, val- it's Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. Valentine's on our show, even though it's not even, it's like a month since Valentine's mm-hmm. happened. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm Jared. What up, people? I'm a very tired J. And we are back and at it again. Mm-hmm. Jay, what mm-hmm. is up, cuz? Sleepy. Very sleepy. It was the first first time in a minute that I woke up close to 8 o'clock in the morning, man. Oh, really? Yeah, it's usually... First time in a minute? Oh, so, so that's sleeping in for you, right? Sleeping in. This is sleeping in for me. I'm, I'm an early yeah. bird. I'm like 6 a.m. even on the weekends. Yeah. So, okay. you know, 5 a.m. on the weekdays, but whatever. Yeah. But yeah. It's only because I did a lot of outside work. A lot of outside work yesterday. Did the daddy thing. The, yeah. the home okay. home homeowner thing. Getting ready to get my my house foundation lifted. Yes. Good old Texas soil. Gotta yeah. love it. So yeah. Yep, yep, yep. It was fun. Yeah, I um got a little workout. Feeling sore. I, I think we home. may be think we may be doing some of that stuff today so oh some outside work yeah 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 i mean it's nice here man it's it's gonna be in the 70s today and guess what it's Mm. gonna be in the 90s tomorrow boom really yeah 90s so you actually so you actually did the work like on a fairly nice day yeah oh my bad no it's gonna be in the 90s today my bad so yeah (laughs) yeah tomorrow's yeah so yeah, this Texas weather, man. Ninety three today, so it's yeah. wild for early or I guess the end of March. So yeah, yeah. yeah well, 
Um, I uh, I don't envy you yet with the '90s. Uh, I know it's supposed supposed to be this this weekend's like record setting warmth mm-hmm. in a lot of places, at least for this time of year. Uh, it was supposed to be like 75 degrees here, which is record setting here. I don't know, wow. but we'll see. We'll see. That's a good, uh, it's a good temperature. Nice. Temperature. It's a nice temp. Yeah, I was outside yesterday. I was not doing. Um, I was not doing yard work. Uh, one of the one of the steak cook-off contests here uh, was held here yesterday, and I went in support of you know some of my um, some of my friends who are also my ambassadors. Uh, I just went to hang out for a bit, sort of watch their process, chat with them for a while, um, you know, and uh, and yeah, really, uh, you know, just to chill for a minute because I hadn't done one of those comps yet this year, so I just wanted to go and say hi. So it was cool, man. It was fun. A lot of ate a lot of good food, you know, a lot of good steak. Imagine this, and, and then also they had like these ancillaries, which is sort of like the weird oddity like sides or whatever category so that one of the categories was anything with lime so um so one of my friends end up making they made two they made a key lime pie like in a cup which was good mm-hmm. it's always good and then they also made a um a key lime pie uh uh what do you call that wonton key lime pie wonton you know, so the fried cream cheese filled wontons normally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they filled that with like a cheesecake key lime pie filling, deep fried it, and uh, and um, I know they topped it with like some whipped cream and some lime shavings and stuff. It was really good, man. So, so yeah, one of one of their desserts got got perfect score on taste. I can't remember which one. So, it was good. It was good. It was a good That's time. Cool. So. That's cool, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at myself on camera and I got the the lazy the lazy t shirt neck only because I got my mm. my gun holsters on. No, it's not really a gun holster. So. Oh, I was gonna say, what is, what, what you got going on? <laughs> it looked like a gun. backpack. No, yeah, no, it's a it's a back posture posture straps. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. All right. So I need those when I'm sitting here because I notice I like to slouch whenever uh Whenever I'm, I'm just sitting, I'm sitting at my desk thing. at work, you know, doing work. Yeah. So, I thought I thought it was a fanny pack backpack. Fanny pack. Like backpack. one of those one of those mini Gucci backpacks. You mm-hmm. ever seen those before? I did. I have. No. I have no, but I wouldn't rock that, especially <laughs> not inside the house. Yeah. So yeah. Or some outside people, for that matter. You know, yeah. some people do that. Some people well, do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then okay, yeah. So I did that in the daytime and the night. We went to see, you know, like the hockey team. Like it's like this like minor league hockey team here. The Utah Grizzlies saw them play against the Tulsa Oilers. And let me just tell you, man, when you go to when I go to a hockey game, you know, that's cool if they score and stuff like that. I just want to see them fight. So they got into probably four fights yes last night. Um yeah, it was pretty good, man. It it you know, it was only only a couple of them ended up in like some really good, you know, like uh uh back and forth punches and stuff like that, but it's cool. I thought it was great and I'm pretty sure uh like the second fight that popped off, I'm pretty sure um yeah, there was a dude in the or or a lady I think in the little section right over from us was like, Kick his ass, sea bass. You remember from like Dumb and yeah. Dumber? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, yes, it's great. 
So only at a hockey game would you hear that, I think. I don't know. So it's good, man. It's funny. It's good times. It's good times. But yeah, that's uh that was the gist that was the gist of the weekend. So how about this? I know we've been sitting on some voicemails for a minute. So while we you know, while it's highly unlikely that we could get to all of these voicemails, mm-hmm. um, just because there's a lot. Um let's see. Oh dang, we have okay. One, two, what three, four, five, if six, we yeah, we got a lot. So yeah. what if we just go back? Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna get one from the beginning of this time period. Uh, and then I'm going to grab everything from the last week Okay. after that, because that'll be about five different voicemail. And I think oh, everything from the last week doesn't, uh, yeah, uh, I'll go yeah for this past seven days. So everything for the past week, you know, would line up with each other. It doesn't match. It doesn't like link up with any of the ones before. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so we'll do that. So. Uh, while we get into the while while I try to load up these voicemails, uh, you know, why don't you tell the people how to leave one? People, you can leave one picking up your phone, dialing three eight five three B L A K P C, or three eight five three two five two five seven two, or I think you could leave us a uh, an Instagram. Well, can you call on Instagram? I think you, you can call on Instagram, but you can't leave, leave a message. You can't leave messages. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, you just heard that, so give us a little ring, <laughs> a lane, and uh, let us know what you got going on. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So, getting a few of these voicemails. Here we go. First one up. Three, two, one. Just a thanks. It's your boy. Don't let grow here. Negro from the Don't Judge Me podcast. Shout out shout to you. Out. Shout, shout out to out. Nigel. Wow. Thank you for the call. So, hmm. so first of all, let's let's get into these names and then we'll answer the question about the rapper we Afrika. thought was gonna be hot. Africa and Follette. 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 Follette does kind kinda of sound uh Follette. I think uh European. I get European mm. notes on my tongue when I say fillet. 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 Yeah. Fillet. No, he said they live in the same neighborhood. <laughs> Africa and fillet. And let's just say, <laughs> I mean, come on. You know, you know that mama probably, you know that girl mama probably had a fish of fillet 
<laughs> a fish like, or fillet. She's probably like she's probably she's probably so for, uh, a fish or fillet or fillet or fish. <laughs> fillet or fish, fish or fillet, whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People we we call it all kinds of stuff. Either way, fillet of fish from McDonald's, fish or fillet from McDonald's, whatever. And she was probably like, you know, she's probably craving that while she was pregnant and she couldn't come up with a name, you know. So when the baby came, they're like, what do you want to name it? She's like, well, I really loved and I'm really craving a filet of fish from McDonald's. Oh, filet. I like that. You know what, though? No, 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 no. I'm going to change it up. I'm going to make it different. I'm going to make it my own. Filet. But we're going to spell it the same way. What? That's not even short for anything. You know what I'm trying to say? Filet. Like, sometimes you give it a pass if it's like, oh, it might be short for something. Right? Filet. Filet. Not even short for anything. And it's spelled F-I-L-E-T. Maybe it's... Yeah, I'm I'm trying to make an excuse for it, but I can't. Nah. Could have been Felicia. No. No, with a T. Yeah, that's some Felicia. Felicia's. I don't know about that, man. I don't know about that. Felicia. Felicio. Um, <laughs> there and, he is. Caught it live. You know? And then... Uh, and then what is it? And then... Oh, yeah. There he is. J. Del Negro. So crazy, man. Um, Filet. That is not short for anything, so I don't know where they came up with that. And then what is it? Afrika? Afrika. So I want to know what her mother was doing hey. when she named her Afrika. She was a freak. In the sheets and a freak in the streets. Possibly. So she had to, she had to pass that, pass yeah. that title down to her daughter. And yeah, sounds like if J. Del Negro came home with her, maybe she was. Yeah, possibly. Wonder if that person had siblings with just as bad of names. Oh man, Afrika. What what would, what would Afrika's brother's name or or other sister's name hmm. be? On top of a freak. I'm sure since J. Del Negro is here, he could probably tell us if she had siblings. A freaka. Freaka, that's, that's interesting. A, a sucker. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> uh, a twerka. Uh, a jerka. You know what I'm trying to say? There's all kinds of names. A skeeter. Kind of <laughs> What'd you say? A brother, <laughs> brother, brother named was Skeeter. A <laughs> skeeter. Skeet-skeeter. Oh, uh, at first, at first, I thought you said fajita. Okay. <laughs> so, what is the meaning of baby name Africa? So, it is a oh. common name. Hmm, it's see. a common name. No, I ain't gonna say it's a common, but it's noteworthy of a of a, a name analysis. Yeah. Okay. Only, only few know their names. True essence. Let's see. Come on. Let's what is see Afrika what Afrika name? is. I need to know what Afrika means. Wellness means to Afrika. Come on. Where's Afrika? I'm trying to see this Come name. On name. I need to know. Afrika. Oh, is it like Africa? Maybe. But it's uh, spelled and sounds like Afrika. That's all I'm catching. Hmm. You know how they say it's it's giving something vibes. It's giving Africa. Okay. Yeah, this this article doesn't give me any anything. Oh uh, man, that's whack. Well, J. Del Negro said I don't know if she had any siblings. 
Uh, but she had them hands. Baby girl could throw down. Wow. Well, what does you a know, freak mean emotionally? It means you are quite complex in terms of love and want everything, <laughs> and it's opposite. This can sometimes you're a freak in aspiring towards harmony and balance. Then the next second, claiming your independence. Therefore, your way can sometimes be curvy and sentimental. At the same time, thoughtful, introverted, never really opening up completely. Uh, completely, you wait, wait, wait. Never introverted, never really opening up completely. You love to leave a scent of mystery. See, they forgot to put a comma somewhere. <laughs> All right. Uh, why does it matter? Okay. Uh, yeah. So, Africa. There is names associated with Africa. Africia. Afridia, uh, Afridi, Afriki, <laughs> Afriki, Afreeze, Afreeze, okay, Afrail. Uh, these are all associated with Afrika. Like these are like yeah, offshoots of names, Afrika. Uh, names associated with uh, Bruh. Afrika. How you gonna have a name that's not even a name and then have other names that are like hybrid, uh, you know, like offshoot versions of the same name? Come on, man. What does Afrika mean? That's pretty interesting. Afrika. Afrika freak. Yeah. Cool. That, that is interesting. crazy. All right. What was the next uh next question? Oh uh, man, the next question was, yeah, he was asking, um he was asking, you know, what rapper, uh, you know, what's the name of a rapper that we thought was going to yeah. hit? Yeah, and he ended up being hot garbage. Mm. Wow! Ooh, I was oh, thinking about that. Um, I, I'm trying to think. JT Money was one. JT Money. Oh. You know, he's the one who's like, who that, who that, who that, who that, who that, who that, who. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you somebody. Who that, who he, this person's not garbage, but he just never took off. Uh, Corey Guns. He was Peter Guns' son. And yeah, he was on the uh, Lil Wayne's. Uh, Six foot, seven foot song. Mm-hmm. And he's so dope. He's real dope, but he just never shot off. Never took off. Um, and he's yeah. really good. He just signed with Young Money, and you just uh, you just stay flat if you're not Nicki Minaj or Drake. So, Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. You know, by far not garbage. But... Uh, What's, what's homeboy uh, that sings that song? Uh, he has a high-pitched voice. Uh, and his name, something with fish. Something fish. J- fish. Ice J.J. Fish? Ice J.J. Fish. You thought yeah. you thought he was going to hit? Hey, man. He had millions <laughs> and millions of followers. And you know, this, you know the day and age of, of music that we listen to. He'll fit yeah. right in. And he he, yeah, he, he fit in. in. The thing he is, he honestly. fixed and everything. If he had like, if he had like started like right now in the TikTok generation, man, I wonder, you know what? I'm going to look on TikTok to see how many followers Ice JJ Fish has. Cause you know, he has some followers. Oh, hello. You know, he has some followers. Let's see Ice JJ. Ice oh yeah. There you go. Oh, there you go. Ice JJ Fish. Wait, hold on a second though. There's two different versions of him. So let me see, which is the real version? Man, they have him on rising charts. Come on, bro. 
Is this no. him? No, this is not him because this is like a girl who I'm not sure what she is. He has 2,000. Um, is that the one? No. No. See, there's Maybe so not. many Ice JJ fishes. Okay. So then you go to the other one. 2,300. I think I think the one is him. I think the one that's him on TikTok is the actual Ice JJ fish hype. Yeah. Cause it has twenty three hundred followers, and it has some pinned videos, and all of them look like him from the video. Dang, he was on Wildin' Out too. Was man, it? my my boy really came up. Took him a and while, they was cracking him. The man was cra- they were cracking him mm-hmm. on Wildin' Out. So, wow. Hmm. I have to think about that. One. That was a good one. That was a good question. I'm trying to think. So here are some of yeah. Here are some of complexes. Here's here's a complex uh, magazine, the best hip hop one hit wonders. So I'm not gonna read them all because it's a hundred. It's a list of a hundred. But number one hundred was Smiles and South Star. Oh, remember I remember him? them. Tell me, was that the one? Was like, tell me what you think is going on. Remember? Yeah, that? I think. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Smiles and South smiles Star. And South Star. Let's see here. Um, let me see who else. Chris Tucker, Jackie Chan. You know, um, there's all. You know, the sad part is, you know, there's there's a lot of one hit wonders who I either bought their CD back in the day. I mean, probably all I need to do is find my CD case and, mm-hmm. and look look through it, and I can probably tell you all the people that I thought was gonna make it because I bought that, and the one song was the only song, and it was trash, or, or you know, everything else was trash. Let me see here, Candyman. The only song he made was Knocking the Boots. Or at least the, the only hit he had was Knocking the Boots. Uh, that's so... 1990. They put KMD up here. Wow. That's number 98. Yeah. I have, that I have I have the... Uh, the uh, Black Bastards album. Yeah, see? There you go. But, cool C. Yeah, wow. That's crazy. Do you remember who Cool C was? You probably don't. It sounds familiar, but I couldn't tell you. Cool C was a rapper, uh, you know, big in the late 80s and really beginning of the 90s, beginning of the 90s. And and his song, he had a song, uh, I can't remember all the songs, but uh, let's see here. So he had a song called Glamorous Life, uh, I believe, way back then. So... I remember going to a family reunion in downtown Houston um, at like some one of these random hotels. I think it was like the night that we, you know, at our family reunions on my dad's side, we would go and like the first night we would all just hang out like at a conference room or a or a, a restaurant, like party room or something like that and just mm-hmm. talk and get to know each other and stuff like that. And so we were walking out and Cool C was like in the lobby, uh, you know, getting ready to go to the elevator too. He just mm-hmm. happened to be there. And somebody was like, oh, you know who that is? That's Cool C. That rapper Cool C. You should get his autograph. And I was like, all right, cool, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I, I never heard of him, but like my cousin then had heard of him. So I went and got his autograph on like a piece of paper or something like that. I lost it. And I was like, man, I can't believe I got this rapper's autograph. You know, it was because it was like the first time I ever got a rapper's autograph when I was, you know, when I was young. And, 
yeah, it didn't. I'm glad. I mean, it doesn't matter that I lost it. Probably got thrown away like a couple of days later. But yeah, it, he never, never took off. Dang, paper boy, do the ditty if you want to, because then I could see. You. I mean, that I guess his song that was about all he had. So, so I don't know, man. That's that's a good question. There's a lot of one-hit rappers, you know, that you thought was gonna make it. Wow, I'm looking at some of these. That's like. Freak Nasty. Freak Nasty and Paperboy were all around. I, I would say they were all in a similar era. Cool Cool Cal. I remember Cool Cool Cal. He had this song, My Projects. Mm hmm. Wow. Yeah. MC Brains, Uchi Coochie. Hmm. Stinky Lady. B Rock. Yeah. B Rock and the Biz, My Baby Daddy. Mm. Wow. See, this is the thing. There was so many of those rappers that came out like between like 1993 and like 2001 that you thought could possibly make it because, you know, they were, I don't know, I don't know, because it just seemed like it just seemed like almost anybody that came out probably had the chance to make it. Cause there were so many other rappers that really weren't that good and they made it like, it seemed like they, they had like sort of staying power and they lasted for like, you know, two or three, uh, uh, two or three albums. Like yeah. I'm going to say this, like a lot of people on the no limit records and then cash money records. And then a lot of people on like, like, I don't know for me being from Houston, you know, several Houston rappers. And then I don't know people from like New York and stuff like that. It just seemed like, like you could tell some of them were quality and could quality like could rap, you know, with quality. And you could tell some of them were like, this is like the height the of their powers. Right. You know, yeah. This yeah. this is the highest that they're ever gonna get. Oh, you know, yeah. they, yeah, they yeah. got the hookup, you know, by by being friends with Master P or whoever. Yeah. You know, ran the label and they got they got their shot. You know what I'm and trying the to crazy say. Crazy thing is they went platinum anyway. I know. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So many of them went went platinum. You know, That's great. like right. who is it? Oh, you know what? I, I thought it was going to be good. was like, you know, uh, uh, 95 South. The whoop, there it is. Really? But then at the same time, let's see, because it was 95 South. Who's the other one who's saying whoop, there uh, it is? Yeah, it's whoop, um, there it is. Uh, and then there's Womp, there it is. It's 90, nah, nah, I'm getting confused. There's Womp, South. there it is. Whoop, there And then there's 69, boys. Is it 69? Let's see here. Whoop, there it is. So tag team, tag team, tag tag team. Yeah. See, tag I think team. the problem. Is a '69 boys a thing, or did I just make that up? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, it is a thing. Them, them franchise boys, I know. Yeah. Uh, so boys is. So this is the thing. I think the problem with having with tag team and and '95 South was they basically sang the same exact song that came out at the same time. Mm -hmm. Like, like somebody, I don't know, maybe one of them was claiming it over the other one, you know? Because, I mean, I don't know, whoop, there it is, and womp, there it is. It's not just like, I don't know, it just, seemed, it just seemed like a saying that was just like, you know, it was just like compartmentalized in to that time period and in a certain way. It's not like, you know, I don't know, it's, it's, it's not a... It was something that they they were probably fighting over who came over who yeah. came up with this first, and you know, 
it got dropped. Yeah, I remember. I think that was one of the. That was one of maybe like the second single that I ever bought, like the '95 South version. Wow. Yeah, that's interesting. So I'm seeing something here. If you were a rapper named Twelve Gauge, what do you think a a song a perfect song title for you would be? Twelve Gauge. Yeah. I mean anything to go with anything to go with guns, but mainly shotguns. Okay, like, I'm looking like, at this like shot, like fifteen shots of the dome yeah. would have been a great fan. See, I see twelve gauge, dookie, donkey butt. <laughs> like you dookie. said, dookie butt, not dookie butt, donkey butt. Something like this. It doesn't go together. I mean, it, nah, I don't know. Uh, it's just me. So yeah, yeah, it don't, it doesn't, it doesn't go together. So that was his big song. Uh, apparently so. Yeah. Apparently so. Wow. That's it. 12 gay, yeah? Donkey butt. And he didn't even spell, he only spelled donkey butt right. It's donkey. Like Dunkin' donkey. Donuts almost. Yeah. Like I'm going to dunk a basketball. Uh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that uh, brings me to a young black yeah. teenagers. I thought that was interesting young because young black teenagers weren't really black. They were white kids. So, were they really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, and one of the guys from that group, uh, you, you remember House Party 2? Uh, yes. Kind of, sort of. When they were in the college, yeah. and there was the one uh-huh. white kid with the dreads, dreadlocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he was he was, he, yeah, he was part of that group. So That's wild. Today, they would be saying that this kid is like appropriating everything. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. 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 They would say that. Yeah. And here goes here goes uh from Beat Him Down last week, Lil Troy wanna be a baller. Mm-hmm. You know? And Jaquan Tipsy. Uh, but yeah, that wanna be a baller. Everybody was like, you know everybody was like, Man, he's gonna, gonna be the next one out of Houston. That was his that was his the height of his powers. That was the height of his popularity. Wanna That's be right. a baller. Shop boy as part of like right. Yeah, so you go on and on about this. That was a good question. I, I, yeah, I might good have to question. revisit revisit that list. D nice. Yeah. Wow. That was it. That was they it. Now D-nice. he's a DJ. He just DJs full time now. Man, that's crazy. Dana Dane is a one two wonder. I guess mm-hmm. so. Cinderella. Wow. Is that what it the song was? Crucial. Con- uh, Dana Dane's was. They call me Dana Dane. That was his his biggest hit. Or no, I'm sorry, uh, Nightmares. Nightmares. Nightmares was his biggest hit. I remember, yeah, one called Cinderella. And the crazy thing about this, too, because Slick Rick and Dana Dane, they both sound the same. Mm -hmm. I forgot. I think they're both from England or London or wherever over there. I know Slick Rick is. uh, I can't remember what Dana Dane was. I think he is. But they both had that same British-y type Delivery? Yeah, Yeah, an accent, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yep. Interesting. Um, pistol grip pump on my lap at all times. Is that what that is? Dang. Possibly. That's pretty cool. You know, there's cool. there's a lot of these that I'm just shocked, man. Bone crusher, never scared. That's right. Not if I saw it. There it is. There it is right there. <laughs> wow. Um, you know, that's, that's a great question. And, yeah, we could go on and on about that because there's so many. That could have made it. That should have made it. 
And, you know, maybe it just wasn't their time to make it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. trying to say? For yeah. Well, I mean, okay, they made it with the hit that they got, right? But maybe it wasn't their time to have, you know, staying power. So, yeah. They're what, about too a, late what about an uh, actor? Is there any actors you could think of? Any actors that I thought they were going to be? They kind of initially had a, a spark. They came out with a... With something big, like oh he, he has some potential and then never heard from again um you know one person that i think that i thought that was gonna have more um uh let's see ooh, i hit the wrong but um one one person that i thought was gonna have more uh more shine was what is it um you know the the girl who played Izzy in Grey's Anatomy, she had a mood like she she was like I guess obviously Grey's Anatomy is where she got her stardom. I can't remember her name right now, but then you know, but then she had like a movie that came out, and then after that she like completely dropped off. And I think I think it was some issue that she had with like getting paid or something like that. That's why she got kicked off of Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. But then I think what happened was she ended up being like. A terrible person on set. Catherine you know, like, Hegel, is that her? Yeah. Yeah, I think she was, yeah, there you go. I think she was like a jerk on set. So, like, mm-hmm. nothing ever happened with her after that. But, uh, yeah, man. I remember her. She uh, she was a knocked up. There you go, knocked okay. up. There you go. Well, yeah, what's the name? Knocked up was um, pretty fun. Yeah. But see, that was like it, I think. I mean, she, had, I think she did a couple of movies, but like, that was like her biggest movie. And then after that, she wasn't on Grey's Anatomy anymore. So basically, like, her star started to, started to fade. Started to um, fade. Yeah, I always, always wanted to see how far. Uh, I ain't gonna say how, because he's still doing some things. Shia LaBeouf, even though he he had Rocky as Rocky times with him, I think he's a good actor, extremely good actor. He did good in like uh, the two movies that came out a couple years ago, uh, Peanut Butter Falcon, and uh, he had his own kind of like a biography or retelling of his his life mm-hmm. uh, i forgot the name of it but yeah i thought I, I thought he would have more roles and stuff but i think what you were what you were saying earlier the, some people were kind of saying he was a little difficult to work with at times and, mm-hmm. and maybe uh that's surprising yeah yeah and, and of course his his outside whatever he's doing outside of sets and just on his own time troubles with drugs or drinking and stuff and getting in fights and all kind of trouble with the law that mm-hmm. kind of messed him up from a lot of things but i thought he was a really really promising actor you know yeah you don't really hear much from him i mean i'd, I'd love to see him in something else but who knows what he's doing yeah you never know man it's it's crazy this I don't know, man. It's wild. When you get in those situations, there's some people who, um, some people who get into those situations and they have their hit or two, you know, Mm -hmm. they they have their movie or two or they have their whatever measure of success and fame and either they don't want that spotlight anymore or they were perfect for the role and that's how they'd be typecast forever. Mm -hmm. And some people just don't want that. Or some people just get in that scenario and they're just like straight up like, you know what, man, I don't want to have to do 
whatever this is in order to continue to be a star. You know what I'm trying to say? Because there's a lot of that in Hollywood, you know, having to do something yeah. to 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 really grow. I'm trying to think. You know what? Um, what do you think about Shannon Elizabeth being in this category? Huh. Because she was in uh, only, Saved by only, the Bell, right? Uh, Shannon, oh, Shannon Elizabeth. Okay. Uh, Wasn't that her or am I wrong? Yeah, that was... No, wait, Shannon Elizabeth. Shannon oh, no. Elizabeth was uh No, she was from American she was Pie. In American Pie and you talking about Elizabeth Berkeley from, from There you Save go. By the That's Bell. what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, after I seen her in what was it? Uh Showgirls. Showgirls. I hadn't seen her in anything since and then she came back for um Saved by the Bell, the new class or something that's on mm -hmm. Peacock. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was it. I hadn't seen her in anything and that's spread of time yeah. or at least I wasn't looking for her that yeah I mean but that was it though yeah I don't know man there's some people like that some people like that that you know you think have that have that it or whatever that they're gonna really like make it and they just don't yeah. I mean Alfonso Robiero was gonna be one of them until he came, until he became Carlton you know yeah, I think because is. he was like Ricky Schroeder Speaking of, Ricky Schroeder. That was it. I mean, he was in some cop show after that. I can't remember which cop show it was. It was one of them, like, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, primetime cop TV show that he was on for a short moment. But after that, that was it. But, I mean, back in the day when we were kids, man, he was, like, one of the biggest stars. You know? Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of them like that. There's a lot of people out there. That's a good question. Good question, J. Del Negro. You left us, you made us, us run us on, on a tangent. tangent. Yes. Yes, indeed. So here we go. So uh, we got some more voicemails. Let's just go ahead and get them to them. Uh, mm -hmm. Let's see. Here we go. Three, two, one. Okay, I'm sorry, Kayla. I love you, but we're gonna have to we're gonna have to cut that one short because it was all like. <laughs> sorry, it just sound like sound like a crazy uh, you know love triangle situation. So here, let, we'll we'll give it the next one. We'll go with the next one. Let's see what happens. Because somebody say, well, Kayla, you have a chance to be married, 
Four hours of community work. Kayla, I'm not sure what's happening down there in Memphis phone with the phone lines in Memphis, but <laughs> you're having some issues on those first two voicemails we tried. Mm-hmm. So that's a that's a good question. So if you had 24 hours to be in the mind or in the mind and body of Jay Z, Kanye, Tito Jackson, or Tito Jackson or President Obama, that's a, that's a Tito ja- Tito Jackson is oddly specific. So yes. I would not be picking him. I'm sorry. No. Yeah, who would it be, and what would you do? First thought was Swiss Beats because he's married to Alicia Keys. Um, I think out of those four people, though. Oh, out of those four, oh man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jay Z, Kanye, Tito Jackson, or well, let's just go Jay Z, and I'll just create a fire album. And then, of course, I could be with Beyonce. Um, I mean, to me, she's no Alicia Keys, but hey, that's just me. That's just me. Mm-hmm. Jay. I don't speak on behalf of America and the world, but yeah, I guess no Jay Z, Jay Z, yeah. I don't, uh, That's a good one. Yeah, because I'm sure Obama. If I'm in the mind and body of Obama, of course we got Michelle there, and of course there's still Secret Service around. I'm sure there's still Secret Service that yeah. still uh, watches his back, you know, in detail. Yeah, forever. Uh, yeah, so I would. I wouldn't have that kind of privacy that I would want. And I mean, what does Obama do these days anyway? I mean, he just just chill, go play golf. You know? I don't know. So I don't I know can, what he does. Mm. <laughs> Sit back and... I don't know. I don't know what he does. Yeah, man. I mean, shoot. I I, play yeah. basketball. BJZ, then put some investments into my account when I transfer back to my body. Um, mm. Yeah, there you go. That's who I'd be. Yeah, I, I like I like Kayla's uh, thought process of sending money to her company <laughs> to, to make to, mm. to help with the dreams, right? Yeah. I if if hmm, this is a tough question for me because at first I was thinking about President Obama, but then when you talk about you know not having that, not having like that privacy to do some things, you know, it's one thing. The other thing is. Being a president or being a former president, you know all kinds of stuff. You know so much stuff that you don't even want to know. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. So if if this is if this yeah, is true. if this is one of those scenarios where you're going to remember your experience, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, and you're going to remember ex- everything that happened while you were disembodied or whatever in somebody else's body. <laughs> wow, the choice for me comes down to Jay Z and Kanye. Right. Oh yeah, that's right. Kind and so, so for either one of them, I would definitely, you know, I I would do the same like you guys. I would send some money, you know, just a nice little deposit into my account, uh, you know, to help with the family and the business. You know, um, it wouldn't be, be in Kanye's mind though. It wouldn't be all of it. But then again, you could try. You could like 
understand Kanye if you were in his mind for 24 hours. But what if it's How, scary in there? How, however crazy it is, you know, you can understand what it is. And then all these people with like these reports of like, oh man, Kanye this, Kanye that, he crazy. You'd be like, you know what? I was in Kanye's mind and he's not crazy. It's uh, he's like, he's like a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde or, mm-hmm. you know, a, a, but you could understand both sides. Yeah. Normal Kanye and crazy then it's Kanye. Like, then it's like, why, what would it even matter? It's like, I got mm-hmm. this knowledge of Kanye's mind. I'm not going to be yeah. able to change the world's perception of him. Yeah, you couldn't do that. But if you had 24 hours to be him, what if you were like, you know what? I'm going to do a pop-up benefit concert to help, you know, whatever faction that that is like, you know, that that needs some help right now to do some good for that 24 hours while also dropping a fire album during the benefit. You know what I'm trying to say? Like mm-hmm. everything came together at once, and then Kim came back to you on the same day. Possibly not. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm gonna squash this beef beef with Pete Pete Davidson. Uh, I'm gonna just let you know, let Kim do her thing. As I long just as think I get to see my kids. Right. I just mm-hmm. think that Kanye he his image has been tarnished by all of his antics. You know, yeah. honestly. Um, and I think he needs his image to be rebuilt. The problem is Kanye gets in his own way and he wants to be the one rebuilding his image when he really needs somebody else to do that for him. Yeah. He needs a team. At this point now, I don't, I don't even think it's possible. Yeah. It it might, it might be beyond, yeah, beyond uh, rebuild. Repair. So then with all that considered, though Kanye would be a really fun mind to be in, Jay-Z might be the smartest one. Yeah, because then you know I would have that business acumen uh, uh, thought process that mm-hmm. you know I'm lacking. Uh, I'd be able to you know deposit a little bit of money, you know, saying in the bank account. I would know who Becky with the good hair is finally. Um, also, be with Beyonce, you know, for that half minute or that half day, whatever. Half Sorry, a minute. <laughs> half minute. <laughs> All I need is thirty quick seconds. Um, two pumps and a grind <laughs> just a tip and that's it <laughs> nah you know what I'm saying but uh, but uh, but uh, you know that and I don't know man it would, it would probably be a similar scenario you know like come up like it'd be like the return of Jay-Z album like that one day mm-hmm. drop it and I and I set it and I launch it on the same day because like if if I didn't within that 24 hours span Jay Z would come back to himself the next day and be like, "Oh, I need to delete this," or 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 no, maybe not not launch it. You know what I'm trying to say? So do all that stuff in the same day, um, and then uh, yeah, and then um, that would be it. So yeah, maybe Jay Z, maybe Jay Z. Cool. Just for the sheer fact that he has Beyonce on his arm, Kanye doesn't have anybody, or he has random models. Who knows what he has going on? And his mind is crazy. Um, ooh, but President Obama though, Michelle Obama. Oh, I don't know, man. That's a tough one. Yeah. yeah. That's a tough one. But President Obama is friends with Jay Z and Beyonce, so you can still have them in your life for that one day. Yeah. Got to make plans quick. Yeah. I mean, you just fly them down or fly up. I don't know, whatever. 
fly them down to wherever. I don't know what I'm trying to say. But yeah, we'll go with uh, we'll go with Jay Z. That's a good one. That's a good yeah. one. That's a I good agree. one. I good agree. question. All right, cool. Wow. Uh, all right, here we go. Next up. Let's see if your phone got better this time. You know it's hard out here for a pimp <laughs> when all you're trying to do is buy some shrimp. But the gas prices are so high. Some stand in the house looking fly. Damn gas prices high. If I don't know what. Oh, well, I'm about to go close on this loan. Okay. On some gas. That's <laughs> something you gotta get loans to pay for gas now. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. She actually came up with it's hard out here for a pimp. It <laughs> strip with these gas prices. Oh man, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I like that. Good job. That's a good one. Alright, here you go. Last one. Y'all, you already know who this is. Look. <laughs> For years, I have been telling my relatives when we have family unions and stuff, it's still plantations somewhere deep in the crevices of the South. They be like, oh, okay, well, I'm, just, I'm watching this movie, y'all, with Kiki, whatever that girl, Kiki Shepard, I guess that's her name. I don't know, the one that played Pimp. I don't know. No, Kiki. But, y'all, it's a movie called Alice with Common in it. And it, and, and it takes place in 1973. And she escapes this plantation. And she's thinking it's in the 1800s or 1700s or whatever. And it's in a part of Georgia. And y'all, it is so good. It is, man, it's, it's, it's really a good movie. So finally, somebody understands me. <laughs> but I, I'm just, you know, I have all these com- so funny so at the end of this at the end of this call thank you very much again Kayla at the end of this call Google translated what she said to alright I'll talk to you guys suck <laughs> thank you Google uh, I'll talk to you guys suck um, yeah man um, so you know that that's, um, that's an interesting take that there's plantation still going on and this yeah. thing happened you know this movie yeah. that she's talking about was I wanted to see that Said at that time, I don't know, man. I mean, if you if you want to put it in that context, 
I don't know if there are any going on in the States, but I definitely believe and I think we've seen that stuff like that is happening in other countries still. Oh, yeah. um, sweatshops, you know, uh, are still out there, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, and even, you know, like sort of work farms or whatever you want to call it uh, are out there as well. Um, and yeah, man, I, I don't know how I don't know how bad it is, like if they're treating their employees like slaves, you know, so to speak. But um, it seems like there's some places where that stuff still goes on, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. There it is. Crazy. <clears throat> crazy. I don't know. But yeah, man, let's Kayla safe travels, uh, you know, to Florida, um, especially Jacksonville, like, you know, the the uh, Duval County, one of the wildest places in Florida. And uh, yeah, let us know how Ride Up Harold be traveling out here in the streets. So, thank you for the calls again. And you know what? Uh, let's see here, Jay. So, mm-hmm. oops. So, um, I know that this was a topic. Uh, you know, speaking of music, this is a topic that we that I just sent you. I think I found a. A link. One of my coworkers sent me the link this week. Let's see if I can find it. Do you want to pull that up? I think it's a video in there. Friday chicken. Friday oh, no, it's chicken. not Friday. It's not Friday oh, chicken. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you, okay. Dan, for starting five. It's not Friday chicken. Okay. Oh, it's a YouTube video. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's even better. Go ahead and play it if you can. Let's see. Hold up. So as he tries to look that up, there's a study. Uh, from a few years ago that claimed that hip-hop music makes cheese taste better. And here you go. Study out of Switzerland is finding that hip-hop music makes cheese taste better. Yeah, listen to this. Researchers exposed five 22-pound wheels of cheese to different kinds of music playing on... They are bored. Playing on a loop 24 hours a day for six months. The cheese doesn't listen to the music, folks. I've been waiting for this story all morning. So what they say they found is that the music had the impact on the strength, smell, taste, and flavor of the cheeses. A group of food professionals participated in blind taste tests and declared that the cheese that listened to or exposed hip-hop, exposed to hip-hop, tasted the best. I disagree. All cheese tastes great and Ugh, no music is going to make it taste well, better. Well, questions remain. <laughs> what do, what now what wraps does the best? Is it more of a Nicki Minaj cheese oh, eh, or is it NWA? <laughs> is it Biggie Smalls? I can't. Old school? You know I think what? there Let's are other factors there. here. Other is there a Tupac Swiss oh, that's here we go. better? I don't know. Oh. Tupac Swiss. Tupac Swiss. Tupac Swiss beats. Um... Yeah, Swiss Beats. That would be a great cheese wrapper name. Swiss cheese. Um, Swiss Beats. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Uh, what were the different genres of music? So it was hip hop and what else? Classical. What else? Uh, did they even say the different genres? I don't know. No, they, they, they said they said they said exposed to different genres, but hip hop was the the one that uh, was the predominant. Yeah, uh, the favor. So I'm assuming rock, classical, maybe jazz. Let's just say jazz. Yeah. Wow. This that's interesting, man. Um I don't know. Like I, I this it's like the weirdest sounding study because they just I mean it's all the same cheese, right? That they, they just exposed all these cheeses to music. Like I would think that maybe they're thinking that the vibrations of the music is gonna like maybe melt the mm-hmm. cheese or maybe, you know, change the shape. Yeah. But like nonstop. Mm-hmm. 
for six months and then the people tasted the cheese so i wonder what that is i wonder if there is there are you know like sound waves or something like that okay that Let's affected see. the texture so i found an uh in-depth um, article about this uh, okay study says. as in-depth as you can get about cheese listening to music uh, yeah i guess <laughs> All right, let's see if I can get through this thing. All right. It's already been said that music helps plants to grow faster. Now a Swiss study suggests that you can improve cheese by playing it some hip-hop. The research from Bern University of Arts tested the effects of different styles of music on the taste, smell, and texture of cheese. Eight wheels of a mental were... Sub, uh, subject subjected to various tunes played on repeat for long periods. A ninth wheel was left in silence. Damn. The chosen music included Led Zeppelin's Stairway to Heaven, Mozart's Magic Flute Opera, and a Tribe Called Quest album. We got it from here. Oh, good choice. The music was injected straight into the wait. The music was injected straight into the cheese via transmitters. Okay, instead of just blasting a speaker in front of the wheel. Uh, and it turns out that the cheese and beets are a good match, which researchers noting big taste differences in the in the wheel uh, that listen to Tribe. The next step, playing hip-hop to different styles of cheese. Uh, is that it? Uh, okay, let me see if there's something else. Uh, in the, nope, that, that's it. Okay, never mind about the in-depth, but you get a little bit more context, I guess. There you go. That's some context. That's interesting. I don't know. I, I don't know. I guess I never heard about that. Uh, that um, the music makes plants grow faster. So I think what I'm gonna yeah, do after I, I plant that. my garden, after I plant my garden, every time I'm outside, like doing some work in the garden or in the yard, I'm gonna just I'm gonna put like, uh, you know, like one of those like Bluetooth speakers out there, and just I don't know, play some music, whatever kind of music. But see what okay. happens. Okay, here's a. Uh, well, I don't know how how more in depth you want to go with this, but apparently, uh, there's one song played in loop for 24 hours uh, using a micro transducer that mm -hmm. was injected into there. Um, apparently, the the sound waves affected the bacteria in the the cheeses, which kind of i guess brought out the taste or whatever and hip-hop uh, <laughs> hip-hop was the cheesiest <laughs> oh man no, hey you know what i'm cool with that i love some cheese so you know what i say you know more power more power to uh more power to this music study uh next time i sit down and you know have a plate of cheese which I don't really have just like a plate of cheese, but you know what I'm trying to say. I'm going I'm to play some music. I'm going you know, to put have some... Have this uh, nice, nice Gouda and, and Jay-Z in the background. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. yeah, I'm going to... A nice bottle of red wine. Yeah. Yeah, just... Uh, you know, I wonder what I wonder what kind of... Oh, so they said A Tribe Called Quest. That was the music, right? Mm -hmm. Um I wonder what would happen if you just put like some some booty shaking music like like uh what's his name um 
What's his name from who was in Cash Money Records? Was he in Cash Money Records? Yeah. Uh, juvenile. Uh, juvenile. Yeah, you put some Juvenile. Yeah. Boom. 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 You see the cheese start shaking. You know what I'm trying to say? Starts like, bubbling up. It'll start bubbling up in the forms of butt. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder. I wonder if different regions of hip hop make the cheese taste different. All these are things that they should have done more in the study. Don't yes. they? Now they'll have to expand on this. I mean, we know East Coast rap is good, right? Tribe. But you're gonna have to get some East Coast. You're gonna have to get some Midwest, some South, the Dirty some South. West. Florida, like whatever region that's called. <laughs> Getting real pimp C with it. Get some, get some, uh, get some, uh, what do you call that? Get some, uh, whatever region that's some called. Some Eminem. Yep. Some Eminem, you know, get some Detroit. You know what I'm trying to say? Eight Mile. Mm-hmm. That'd be interesting. Or no, they, they would just do like D12. That's what they would put. Not just, just Eminem and his band. Um, yeah, good study, man. That's interesting. Wow. Um, okay, so this is a question that I ask you off air, and it would be interesting if anybody listened long enough to this part uh, to see if they gave us an answer. So, if, I, I don't know, I, I came across this story, and I think it was like some uh, you know former NBA player was saying that MJ would have a hard time dominating today's NBA. So, that's my question for you, since I know you're such an MJ fan. Do you think Michael Jordan would dominate in today's game the way he did uh, back then? And I don't know, you can make, for, for this situation, you can make a consideration that either it's the same Bulls team just dropped into today, or you can make the consideration that, you know, it's Michael Jordan on one of these, like, superstar, you know, like two, three, you know, star teams that we have today as well. So, what do you think? Whew. Yeah, I'm, you know, before when we talked about this before we got on there, uh, I was like, I don't, I do not know, mm-hmm. because if, yeah, let me think about this, man. I gotta think about this, because I'm. It's hard to not like make an association because you could say that. LeBron, let's just say, for instance, LeBron is like a a branch off of Mike's tree, if you will, a leaf mm-hmm. off of Mike's branch, or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, would he have a hard time against LeBron? Ah, <clears throat> that's a yes and no because I think hmm. that's tough, man. Because I want to say yes, they they I wouldn't say they would dominate. But they would be a team that to look out for mm-hmm. if it was that whole <clears throat> '90s era's bull team. Let's just say, uh, let's see, '94 that that '90 was it the '96 '97 era where they did '72 and '10. Uh, let's was see, '96 '97. Yeah, it was '96 '97. Yeah, '96 '97. '72 wins. Let's see. Um... What season was that? I'm trying to look. 96 Bulls. Yeah, 96, 97. Yeah. Yeah, so that I'd say that era in today, that that team in today's era would. They would probably be one to watch out for. You know? That team, yeah. Yeah, that team. 
but it would have if to be that team, team yeah. if it was Jordan himself mm-hmm. on somebody else's team. I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure. I can't say. This is the this yeah, is the thing that that would be interesting because like, let's just say that, let's just say that you put Michael Jordan on the current Charlotte Hornets, right? Mm-hmm. So it's him and Lamelo Ball, and then all these <coughs> other random random fools, right? Yeah, could he be dominant in that scenario? It would be tough for him to beat Kevin Garnett and the Nets. It would be tough for him to beat Giannis and the Bucks. Mm-hmm. That would be a tough, you know, even like the Heat with Jimmy Butler. That would be a tough, yeah. tough beat. Um, say we put him on the Mavericks with Luca, right? Yeah. So then he has to face LeBron more often. He has to face, even though LeBron Lakers this year are not as scary as they have been before, but he has to face LeBron more often. He has to face John Morant and the Grizzlies. You know the Utah Jazz, like the like the like the Golden State Warriors. So then it's hard. I don't know, man. I I don't think. Uh, I I think it mm-hmm. it has to be like a whole team situation because yeah, you look at that that era of Bulls back in ninety six ninety seven. You had mm-hmm. some some big shoes. You had Pippen. You had Rodman. You had uh, oh man, who else was on that 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 team at the time? Pippen, Rodman, Steve Kerr was there. He was he was putting up some points. Yeah, um, even. Mm, Let's see who else we had. Sounds that uh, dang, come on, memory. Let's go back in the day. Who was on anyway, that team? Anyway, they yeah. they had a lot of people on that team. Everybody was in a situation where they they kind kind of sorta. I I don't want to use the word dominated, but yeah, they were somebody who who played their position well. You know. Yeah, yeah, they were. Um, this thing, man, is like uh, uh, if you. Oh wait, where's the roster? I'm trying to look at the roster. Uh, oh wait, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's uh, crazy because I, I had that roster in my room. Yeah, I I don't know, man. Let's see here. Here we go. Um, dang, come on! If you give me the '95, '96 Bulls. Here's this Chicago Tribune. Maybe it's going to be on here. So I want to look at it and compare it to now. Let me see if it has the full roster. Uh, So, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Jordan, do you have it? Yeah, 95, 96 Chicago Bulls. We got Jordan, Ron Harper. Uh, Steve Kerr, Tony Kukoc, uh, Luke Longley, Scotty Pippen, Dennis Rodman, John Sally, <coughs> Dickie Simpkins, Bill Winnington. <laughs> yeah, you got it. You got. That's the yeah. That's the roster right there. Was wait, was, oh, wait here's it more. There we go. B.J. Armstrong still on that team. B.J. Armstrong was not on that particular team. Not that year. Not that yeah. Not that season. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know, man. I mean, it's tough because you know, like I was saying before, I always imagine what if Mike went to another team at that time and didn't have all these people assisting him, like Scottie Pippen, for instance. Because I, I like Scottie. I always, even though I was a big Jordan fan, 
I was more of a Scottie Pippen fan, you know, because uh, this is the thing though. Everybody sort of knew that if Jordan didn't have Scottie Pippen, yeah, they may not be as great as they were. Yeah. So that's what I'm thinking. I always thought back then, what if that when he went to the Wizards, let's say after that that run he had, what yep. what was he still dominant? You know. Yeah, yeah. Did he lose it? I mean, he was getting older. Did he lose it? Uh, you know, this the thing. He went, it didn't matter where he went, you know, at that time. I can't, I can't remember who was more dominant um, around that time, that time he went to the Wizards. I think it may have still been the Rockets or the Spurs. Might have been the San Antonio Spurs <laughs> with Tim Duncan. But, it's and and then Shaq and Kobe. Uh, yeah, they were, they were popping. Yeah, I can't remember. So so, this is the thing, man. I think that he would have a tough time today because his dominance on the Bulls. So his mainstay was Scottie Pippen. Mm-hmm. For a couple years, they had Dennis Rodman. You know, for some of those years, he had Steve Kerr, and so when you look at it like this. All those people contributed, like hitting a big shot or getting, you know, defense. Like all those people contributed in some way, honestly, to Michael Jordan's overall greatness. Now, don't get me wrong; he was a great player, yeah, in his own right by himself. Right. But remember, you. T- I know it was at the end of his career when they picked when he got himself and put himself in what and he was in Washington. Mm-hmm. I know that, but but to be honest. If you look at him on that other team, he's still Michael Jordan, right? Yeah, he he could yeah. he could still go out there and get get a quick thirty four, right? Easy. Mm-hmm. Yep. But and, and you know he could be like to, in today's day and age, he could be a great player, right? By like by himself, because like just imagine the dunks and all that stuff. He could be a great player, but will he dominate? I believe not, because I believe not unless he was on a super team. Mm-hmm. If you like imagine if you have Michael Jordan. And LeBron on the same team, or Michael Jordan and KD on the same team, Michael Jordan and, and Steph Curry. Honestly, this is a this is a good offshoot for this. So if you have Michael Jordan and Steph Curry on the same team, mm-hmm. who would be the biggest star, bigger star in today's day and age? Now, if this was Mike that we all know, Mike, uh, it is the Michael the Michael Jordan from the the eighties and nineties. Mm-hmm. That Mike, the superstar Mike from then, all his flash and jumps and all this stuff, and you add him to the same team today with Steph, or the same team today with LeBron. You know the bigger the bigger stars, KD, Giannis, who would be. I think if it was if it was all the glitz and glam and flash that Mike used to put put in back in the day, I I think he would people's eyes would be more glued to him. If you know, if I'm trying to think, he put all of that in there. Yeah, because he did some stuff think. that kind of defied all kinds of gravity what on the up? court. Yes. Yeah, on the court, on the court. That that just did all kinds of things on the court back then. Now today, I mean, it feels like we've seen all this stuff, you know, if yeah. you're trying to transport him into today's age. Uh, 
Yeah, yes. that's if you if it's you transport him in today, you know, it, this is my thing. If you put Michael Jordan today and took him out of his eighties, nineties, you know, era heydays, mm-hmm. back then the dominant teams would have been the Knicks and the Rockets. That would have been it until Shaquille sort of came along, uh, you know, with the Magic. Mm-hmm. Eventually, Kobe can't came along, but mm-hmm. back then it would have been the Knicks and the Rockets. Um, uh, you know, the pay and maybe the Pacers. I don't know because they had Reggie Miller back then. But yeah, and, and you know that would have been and then if, and the Spurs, the Spurs too, the Jazz. Actually, the Jazz probably would have won that championship mm-hmm. that year when Jordan pushed off because it was a push off. Everybody knows it. Um, but it didn't get called, so it is what it is. Uh, uh, but if you put Jordan in today, if you put him on a super team right now with with uh, he... with LeBron, hmm. I feel Le- LeBron would be the bigger star. I would have to say LeBron would be the bigger star. Yeah, if he's with LeBron. But if he's with Steph, Steph know. is more flashy though. Steph, Steph is so? the dude who will shoot the ball and turn away immediately, knowing that it's going to go in. Uh, I mean, he does that. He does that all the time now. That's one thing, but you but that's what how, people now like though. That, that's the well, uh, okay, yeah, I give you that. I give you that because I'm thinking about driving in, going for a shot, somebody. and then turning around midair. Mm-hmm. And then rolling, yeah. you know, finger rolling the in, or something, yeah. you know, yeah. So I, that's what I'm thinking about, flashy. Yeah. Know, uh, yeah, that, and I mean, shoot, Jordan had his fair share of dunking on people too. Yes. So yes. So there was, there was plenty of that on the the Knicks. <laughs> yeah, Sandy, man. You know, it's like the saddest time ever. Yeah, but I, I don't know, man. I say he might be the best player on a team with a bigger star. You know what I'm trying to say? I don't even know how that how that makes sense, but but uh, you know I don't know or a bigger name, so yeah. I don't know. There's there's almost nobody that you can compare him to now. I guess if you look at okay, so when the Nets had James Harden, when they had KD and Kyrie, who was the best out of those three? Wait, what did you say? You said because because the Nets just at the beginning of the season had James Harden, right? Mm-hmm. The beard. They had KD, Kevin Durant, and they had um, Kyrie. And they had Kyrie. Yeah. So who's the who's the best who's the best player out of those three? It's really like out of James Harden and KD. Probably KD. So he's the biggest star. He's the best player on the team. With no, there's nobody bigger. So let me see. Possibly, yeah. So then, if you okay, here we go. So then let, let's let's move it over. So KD back on the Warriors. So KD with Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. Steph Curry is the best player on that team, but KD was a bigger star, I mm. believe, personally. Okay. Okay. That's I what mean, I think. Yeah. I don't know. So that would be Michael Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, okay. I could go with that. I don't know, man. Yeah, it's it's just a different, different time, man. It's it's mm-hmm. tough to say today's standards of uh, of 
of players or the I guess the people's excitements for players. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think I think the one thing that would separate um, the one thing that would separate Michael Jordan. Let's see here. Uh, let me check some. So how do you think he? Let's just say, and how do you think he would fare in a uh, R.I.P. to Kobe, Kobe and Jordan team up? Because you know they both love to to have mm-hmm. the ball in their hands. Yeah. Hmm. So, if you had a Kobe and Jordan team up, mm-hmm. who would be the bigger star, or who would who would be the yeah, the, I the guess, alpha. Who, yeah, who would be the alpha, I guess I could say. Yeah. Man, that would be an extremely volatile situation, I believe. Behind the scenes, not not on the court, because that's mm-hmm. not the way that those guys did it, yeah. it seemed, for the most part. Yeah. Um, but did I you, think behind you watch the scenes... The, uh, the, uh, the ESPN doc about the... Uh, about the Bulls? About or... the Bulls. What was it called? I forgot. The last dance. That the last dance. There you go. The last I dance. Did you? Uh, I didn't it, watch it. It's pretty. It's really good. It's yeah. really good. You know. You should. I think it's on. It was on Netflix. I think they brought it. To I think Netflix. it's still. I think it's still on the ESPN app. I think okay. I could. Yeah, watch you should it. check it. But like the behind the scenes stuff about mm-hmm. how people were talking about Jordan, like just in the practice, you know, just the practice of area of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, how intense he was then and just you know how he got on other players for not really doing their job mm-hmm. so I'm wondering I hadn't heard anything about Kobe as far as like uh how he was in practice was he still that intense yeah you know during games was he getting on his players like as if he was a coach you know so I'm wondering well, I think how he and that- Shaq yeah I think he and Shaq had some disagreements mm-hmm. on game day on the court but I don't know, but it also seemed like whenever it came to the game, they squashed it, you know? Yeah. So then I'm wondering why those two personalities, let's say a, a Jordan and Kobe mm. personality behind the scenes during practice, practice days, and then getting on the court, you know, who's going to, who wants to take control of that ball? I believe Kobe would dominate the ball. I also believe Kobe, you know, this is the this the the thing is everybody since Jordan who is one of those greats is being compared to what Jordan did. So, mm-hmm. I think every player that has that big comparison on their shoulders also has a chip on their shoulder that they're trying to, you know, that they're trying to disprove or, or prove whatever. So, so I believe that Kobe Having the same chip on his shoulder that maybe your teammate Michael Jordan is better than you, right? That would be the chip, right? Mm-hmm. I think that I think that he would dominate the he would try to dominate the ball and he would go out and try to score like sixty, right? While Jordan probably goes and scores forty in the same game. You know? And everybody else just standing on the sideline. Yeah, pretty much. They <laughs> Like, like you know, the, the the rest of the starters score 10 points, the bench scores four, and they win the game. Um, but, you know, I, I don't know, man. I think I think Kobe would dominate the ball because he seemed like the type of dude 
that would take the ball, that would take the last shot and not not pass it to somebody else, which is, I think, the one big knock on Jordan that doesn't always get as much uh, attention. You know, he was amazing. I don't get me wrong. Yeah, I hated his guts because I was a Knicks fan, honestly. <laughs> but I knew how great of a player he was. Yeah. You know, you, you, I mean, it's just like people who don't like Tom Brady. You don't really like him, you know, but you know how amazing he is yeah. at, at his position. So that was Jordan for me. And so I look at that, but then I'm looking, I'm like, when it came to the last shot, a lot of those championships, you know, the, the clinchers went to a different guy. You know, it went to Steve Kerr, B.J. Armstrong, John Paxson, you know, Steve Paxson, whatever dude name was, I can't remember the name. Mm-hmm. Um, you know? And so that's that's the thing where Kobe live and die with my last shot, you know. Um, yeah. Rest in peace to him. But but you know he was he was like I'm gonna take the shot, you know. And he and he didn't want to give it up. And a lot of times, some, a lot of times he hit it, you know. So I don't know, man. I don't know. That's a good question. It's a yeah, good debate. Very, it is. That's real good. Mm. You know. There's a lot to it. It'll be it'll be tough for him to dominate, I think, in today's game. Yeah. 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 I mean yeah. it'll it'll be cool to see uh uh, uh I would but see I would. like a, a film bizarro film where Michael Jordan Tran gets teleported to mm-hmm. I don't know, two thousand somewhere mid two thousands and can he still dominate as if he was mm-hmm. comeback Jordan. 95, yep. 96, 97. Comeback Jordan. Yeah, yeah, that would be Repeat, tough. repeat Jordan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be a tough one right there. That would be a tough yeah. Um Yeah, I don't know. I, today's NBA, they call everything a lot softer than they did back in the day. It'd be, yeah. it'd be cool. It'd be cool if you had a defense like the Knicks defense from back in the day, like the Pacers, like the Bulls, you know, like, like the – like the uh, the Pistons defense, mm-hmm. shoot even the 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 Miami Heat, you know, with Lonzo Mourning, you had those defenses transported to today, mm-hmm. and they actually let them defend. Yeah, those teams would be destroying people. Yeah. Yeah. and I, I and even though I don't watch nearly as much as I did basketball, mm-hmm. are there still like superstar names like back in the day? You know how you had the mailman. Mm-hmm. You know the admiral. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So everybody had like their own name. Yeah, um, I, I don't, I don't hear it much these days. The glove. I think KD, KD has a name like that. The beard is James Harden. The beard. Come the on, Greek, that's not intimidating. The Greek freak <laughs> is Giannis. Yeah. Um. Let's see here. Wow. Uh, who else? Who else? Uh, let's see here. NBA nicknames. They, there are some guys like that out there, but here we go. Let me see. Oh wait, no, I don't need Shaq history. Diesel. Diesel, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Hold on a second. I'm trying to think about who else. Uh, okay. I mean, you remember the answer? You know, yes. Magic, Doctor mm-hmm. J. Yep. You know, Mailman. Um, let's see. Those are the old ones. Um, let me see here. Greek freak. Uh, shoot. For some reason, Joel Embiid is called the process because he said, trust the process one time. I mean, okay. Uh, all right. There's a guy, um, 
named Brooke Lopez. They call him Splash Mountain. He's a seven footer. <laughs> he shoots threes. Uh, let's see. Is, here. That stuff is not intimidating, man. Not <laughs> at all. Splash Mountain. It's like I want to go there. <laughs> I know, right? You want to go? It's like, oh, that's a, like a fun ride. Um, let me see here. Clyde the Glide. Yeah, that was yes, a good indeed. one. Uh, let's see here. List of nicknames. Um, Rain Man. Oh yeah, Sean Kemp the Rain Man. Let's see here. Try, okay, here we go. Funny NBA basketball nicknames in 2022. So let me see if this is... Okay. Hey, they got our cousin. So baby, okay. Up there. <laughs> here we go. Oh yeah, they have him up there, Chief. So Baby Durant, Karis LeVert, Orange Mamba, Jordan McRae. Who does he, where does he even play on? I don't know. Mini LeBron, Eric Bledsoe. He's still in the league. Maple Jordan, Andrew Wiggins. What? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, let's see here. Um, Young 50 Cent is Rodney Stuckey. What? Let's see here. The Bucket Brothers. All right. So um, Jimmy Buckets. So that's Jimmy Butler. Okay. Um, Dougie Buckets. That's Doug McDermott's. And Mo Buckets. That's Maurice Spates. Let's see. The White Chocolate. Uh, the White Chocolate Group. Spanish Chocolate. Sergio Rodriguez. Bean Burrito. Come on, man. <laughs> it's Nick Young. Uh, let's see here. Sauce Castillo. Uh, Sauce Castillo. That's Nick Staskas. Uh, Buffet of Goodness. Channing Fry. That does not instill like fear in anything. Okay, so the Black Mamba group, right? Um, okay, so the Big Penguin. <laughs> Andre German. The Rooster. Danilo Gallinari, because he looks like a rooster. The Bosnian Bear, Yusef Nurkic. Um, the Tiny Dog, <laughs> Brandon Ingram. The Pterodactyl, Brandon Jennings. Here we go. Chocolate Thunder. All right, here we go. Chocolate Thunder. Because that's after like Daryl Dawkins, right? Mm -hmm. So let's see here. Chocolate Rain is Anthony Morrow. Fiery Francophile. What? Is Tony Parker. What? Because uh, he's French? Uh, let's see here. The Outback Jesus, Matthew Deladova. The Brazilian Blur, Leandro Barbosa, who doesn't even play anymore. The Floor General, TJ McConnell. Um, okay, the Jesus Shuttlesworth character. Mm -hmm. Ron Burgundy, Ron Baker. And then Sunshine, Jay Lehman. I don't know. Even, I don't even know why that makes sense, but maybe like movie name. The Hick from French Lick. So that's like after like uh, Larry Bird. Okay, so let's see. Some people in this group. Uh, don't Google. That's for Evan Fournier. Slow-mo Kyle Anderson. The King in the Fourth is Isaiah Thomas, which is the newer Isaiah Thomas, who still, I think, is out of the league now. Regional Manager. This dude named Mike Scott. The Drunken Dribbler, Corey Brewer. And the Stifle Tower. Who is the Utah on the Utah Jazz? Rudy Gobert. I don't know. None of those instill fear in me. The you know? Prince of Darkness, Bill Lambier. That instills fear in me. I mean, yeah. Who wants to go against the Prince of Darkness? Hmm. Who wants to go against baby porn? <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> Corey Maggetti. 
Corey Maggetti. Why? He was why? called, let's see here. He was a, let's see, Maggetti was a spare member of the Warriors as he was dubbed baby porn with the justification that there are a lot of infiltrations and goals, but those watching were still not satisfied with what they are seeing. <laughs> he got to the rim. You know, he might have dunked a couple times, but it still left you wanting more. You know, he might have finished a lot, but still wanted more. Fat oh, well. Lever, Lafayette Lever. I didn't even know. I oh, always thought Mookie Blaylock's name was Mookie. I did not know his name his was name Darren was. O'Shea Blaylock. Dang. I did not know that. I always up. thought it was Mookie. There was a guy on the Rockets named Sleepy Floyd. I don't know if that was his real name, but... Tractor Taylor. Tractor Trailer, I remember him. Former University of Michigan, I remember him. He was, like, he was like the group after the Fab Five. Eggs, Craig Elo. That does not make me scared. The Windex Man. Mm. Ooh, that, that, that's pretty dope, though. You yeah, know? that is pretty dope. Here we go. I'm looking at this, this NBA name... Generator. Wait, discover your NBA name using your initials. So I'll go with yours. JR, right? So mm-hmm. Prince uh Prince Carter. That's a good okay. name. I like that. Mine is also J J H. Prince Swift. Prince Swift. I like that Prince too. Carter. So yours like make me think of like like uh Vince, Vince Carter, Carter yeah. but then also Coach Carter. Samuel okay. Jackson. Got it. Mine, Prince Swift. It just sounds like I'm a fast dribbler. I don't know. Skip to my Lou. I remember him. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's the thing, man. There's there's not a lot of like like basketball nicknames. You know what I'm trying to say? Like like with the, with these guys today, at least there are, but they're just not like they're not like scary. You know, I mean, there's King James. You know, mm-hmm. there's um, what is Damian Lillard? I can't remember his nickname. Um, there's I don't know. Okay, so freak. here's a here's a interesting question since we're talking about all these. Who would be the dominant generation of players? Let's say take your Rip past scene. ten years from here back to 2012, and then we're gonna take all the '90s. Superstars. So who who would be 90, what now? I'm sorry. The most dominant, most dominant of the players, most dominant team. Mm-hmm. The '90s players, if they came together, the superstars of the '90s to play against this group of people. Yeah, the past ten years, superstars. This past decade of superstars. It would be it would be this past decade, and you and and I believe only because they would always have the chance to score 160 points every game. The 90s people, they were like they were some great players. They played more defense and less offense compared to these guys who actually play more offense and less defense. But so if they I played think, each other, you think this past decade would dominate them? I think they would win more games. Like if you play if they played each other 10 times, I think the current setup would win more of those 10. The majority of those 10 because all they would just shoot your lights out. The problem is with those old guys, like if you have Charles Oakley, you know what I'm trying to say? If you have Dennis Rodman, you know, you have some of these old guys. They 
Yeah, oh shoot, they would have. They would be. They would probably hurt half of the new team. <laughs> so probably they, it might yeah. be like five wins to five wins, you know, because they yeah. would like hurt everybody. That's interesting. Bill Lane Beer, uh, he would be like tail end ninety. I guess tail beginning of nineties, right? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, that would be that would be a tough one, but I believe yeah. that. What it do just you think? it just feels. I don't know, man. It just feels like the nineties guys were a lot tougher than. Uh, than this generation's uh, cast of characters. Yeah. You know, I, I, it just feels like they, maybe it's just the rules and stuff. It's kind of like football when you think about mm-hmm. it. It, was, it just seems like back in the day, football was just like a no holds bar type, mm-hmm. crush your head and you're going to continue playing type yeah. thing. Whereas like now you barely touch somebody and it's like pass interference or uh you know what they do? Helmet to helmet contact. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's too yeah. rough. You're too rough. Oh, You're roughing no, no, no. the passer. No, you, you touch know. the quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. This is my thing. This is my thing. So, so yeah, I I I wholeheartedly agree with you with that. So with with what I said earlier about the team scoring more, like they would score more, and that's that's probably why they would win. Um. Because they're just, it's more of a scoring league now. And, you know, if you brought that 90s team to now, they would all fall out by the end of the second quarter. So the game mm-hmm. would be forfeited. Just because, you know, th- until they adapted. So this is my thing, though. Nowadays, you have somebody. I'm going to tell you, okay, so every NBA player is far and away, has more talent in, you know, they have more talent in, like, their pinky finger than I'll ever have, you know, to play that game. I, it just it just is what it is. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to yeah. just go ahead and put that out there first. It's like a backhanded compliment because Carl Anthony Towns plays for the Timberwolves. Amazing player. Dude scored 60 points, which was a franchise record. It was the highest point total. It's the highest point total, I believe, at least up to that point, um, you know, this year in the NBA, right? Mm-hmm. right. In one game. They won the game against the Spurs. 149 to 139. So why are we celebrating him if they only won by 10 points? Are we celebrating the, the and see this is today's NBA. We celebrate the individual accomplishment versus the team. Versus, you know, what happened as a team and that's the difference, right? Between this day and back then. That 90s group, it's a team effort. Mm-hmm. We all going to play defense, you know. We all, we all, or if you're not playing defense, you come in for a special shot that we know you're going to hit because that's your job, right? right Big shot, right, Bob. Right. You know, even though Robert Ory was a good defender too. Uh, or, I mean, if we say, so Steve Kerr, right? That's that's your job. You ain't coming here to play defense. You come here to hit that three-pointer we need. But everybody else playing team defense, you know, we win as, as a whole. And, yeah, we have one, maybe two superstars if we're lucky, like the Jazz have two superstars or – or the Sonics, you know, they had Gary Payton and, and uh, the Rain Man, Sean Kemp. Um, you know, Jordan, you know, and Pippen, right? Um, with the Bulls. So, but this day and age, Steph goes for 80. <laughs> Team wins by 10 points. Carl <laughs> Anthony Towns goes for 60. They beat the Spurs 149 to 139. I mean, the other team almost scored 150 points too. Right, like, come right. on. Nobody played defense. On the defensive side, they're like, just go ahead and score and give me the ball back. And whoever had more of them, you know, was the one with the the, the one. 
I don't get it, man. As soon as I saw that, I was like, wow, that's amazing. That dude scored 60 points until I saw the score. And then I was the like. Final score was like, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm from, the, I'm from the, the old school where we play some defense, you know. Yeah. We get down. We Defense wins games. Down and dirty, you know. And if, and if somebody scored that on me, I would be the most embarrassed coach in oh, the world. <laughs> Goodness gracious! You, know, did, you didn't you didn't play high school ball, did you? I didn't. I played I played high school uh, rec league. <laughs> yeah, oh, <laughs> it was the gosh. highest level I got. Yeah, it was oof. Some, some yeah, <laughs> some trash times for me. Yeah, you know. Yeah, man, it was like let's see. I played. So I played city, you know, just like city league when I was mm-hmm. young. Then mm-hmm. seventh, eighth, ninth grade, I played. Tenth grade, according to like uh, Louisiana High School Athletic Association, you had to if you transfer to schools, you could you had to sit out a year. A I don't year, know if yeah. that still uh, still happens nowadays, but came back eleventh grade year. Mm-hmm. wasn't the same. Hurt my hurt myself the first day of practice. So mm. yeah, but. Ninth grade, whew, I remember I had a fast break, went up for the jump shot, mm-hmm. bricked right off the backboard, didn't even touch the rim. <laughs> I felt so embarrassed. Did your coach? I, did your coach look at you and say like, "Why don't you try to lay it up?" No, he just stood there with his hands on his knees. <laughs> I mean, on his hips, <laughs> like this, like for real, dog. <laughs> Uh, oh see, man, it you're before a, your time though, man. That because that's the the current fast break. That's what people do. They go down on fast break. They take a three or they take a jumper instead of yeah. going in for a dunk. So you're yeah. trying to be before your time. I I don't know why I did that. I have no clue. I just could see at the corner of my eye like the opponent was running and he mm-hmm. was about to to get in position to block me. So I was just mm-hmm. all right, go for the jump shot. You should have thrown it down on him, man. You should have dunked yeah, it. Yeah, man. You know. Could you dunk in that grade? Ninth grade, I was I was barely making it, barely getting it the rim. That fast you know? break though, you'd have had that adrenaline and that. I, I would have, have I would have, but knowing me, I feel like I would have fumbled the ball of you know just dribbling. I would end up kicking the ball, yeah. And then I'd really look. Well, I ain't gonna say I really look like a jackass, but I felt like a jackass when I just hit the backboard and no rim. Yeah, that was. Yeah. Oh man. Then there was this one time we lost a. We were up by probably 20, 25. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, they I ain't going to say it was totally my fault. But somehow we, <laughs> somehow we lost that 25 point <laughs> lead. Uh-huh. And we, within like, I don't know, within a quarter, uh-huh. we lost that. And then it was halftime. Gotten that, that, uh, that locker room and coach just went off on everybody and for some reason I was the only one that started laughing when he started yelling at everybody <laughs> yeah I, so let's just say I rode I rode the bench the the following uh the rest of the game did you did y'all end up losing that game no we won we won yeah. but yeah it yeah Nah, I, I, I went back to school the following day and just told all my friends that didn't play and we all just joked about it for like years mm-hmm. because it was just so funny. That's so funny, funny man. Good that's old wild, days. That Good is, old that sports is. days. That's wild though, but I can, I can see where your coach would be coming from being mad that y'all was up 25 and then somehow you lost a 25-point oh, lead man. You know, within a, within a, 
you know, a handful of minutes or whatever. It's like we um, all went in the locker room and then he came in last and he slammed the door, turned around and said, you stupid sons of bitches. <laughs> and then he, and then we had the little water bottle, the little, it's like a little six, uh, yeah, the water bottle Great water holder. bottle holder. Yeah, He yeah. kicked that against the wall, and I just bust out laughing because it was so <laughs> Super sons of bitches. Pow. Bang. Just kicked it. Anyway, uh, yeah. That's funny, man. Good old days. Yeah, I, you know, I had, I think I had some football experiences like that. I, I never had the basketball experience like that, but. Yeah, I had some football experiences like that where, you know, our coach, like, got on us. Um, you know, it's just, it's wild, man. Those coaches getting that, you know, they're they're all hopped up on, like, you know, adrenaline too, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, they're playing the game for you inside their mind, right, uh, as a coach. So, you see, as a coach, you see everything wrong that your kids are doing and everything right. You see every missed opportunity. And the hardest thing as a coach is to try to tell the kids that, you know, the team that, and for them to execute that, like for you seeing that through. And you can't, because you can't play. You can just yell at them and tell them what to do, right, uh, from the sidelines. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I can understand where your coach is coming from. He's like, man, who loses a 25-point lead? Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, that's funny, man. That's wild. Yeah, just got too relaxed, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta gotta lay the hammer down and keep hammering until the final whistle. That's what I say. Um, that's why I, mm-hmm. I see these teams that lose like by like you know these stories of these teams that lose by like a hundred points, right? And they're like, why didn't they stop the game? Or you know, why didn't the other team like pull out all the starters? Most of the time they did pull out the starters. The other team is just that bad. But yeah. you know, but you know, it's your job as a defense to make some stops. It ain't the other team fault they can score. Yeah. You gotta you gotta make some stops and also score. So yeah. whatever. Anyway, that's been a good discussion. Yeah. I think at this point, if we ain't got nothing else, we ain't got nothing. We can call it. At all. All right, peoples. Hashtag H tag blackoutpod at gmail. Um, what am I talking about? H tag blackoutpod <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram. Make sure you listen to us uh, on all your favorite podcasts platforms uh you can listen to us here sunday join in on the show sunday sunday mornings uh just follow us on youtube and you'll get that little notification saying hey they laugh and then hashtag like up to gmail.com is where you can email us whatever you want to email us give us a little call as miss kayla did today and j del negro did 3853 blakpc or 3853252572 make sure you hit up the hooks rub Dot com. Get yourself some hooks because it's warm, getting warm and toasty outside. Everybody gonna want to barbecue and do all that grilling and all that fun stuff because the weather is beautiful. You know, make your life even more beautiful with a, a case of hooks. Get all the flavors. Get all the flavors and then get yourself some swag because you need a hat That's to wear outside. That's what you, you actually need. Are there some hooks aprons yet? Tactical aprons? You need to get one uh, of those too. I'm trying to think. So as far as hooks aprons, we had some. I pulled them down. I'm gonna put some, mm. I'm gonna redesign and put some new ones up. But we got a bunch of sheet t-shirts. We got some hats. We got some taco sacos. 
if you want to get your sock game going. Uh, there's a possibility that we could put some shoes on there that are similar to like Ooh, some nice. Converse style some crack, shoes. Some dad Crocs? No, we ain't got no dad Crocs. You know what, man? Oh, that would be cool if Hoots I could sell. That would, be that would be cool if I could sell the honey, I'm still flipping the burger 5000s. You know, mm. the daddy just used some gasoline to light the fire 20s. You know what I'm trying to say? Gotcha. The air, I'm a backyard grill sergeant, you know, nines like those. I'm trying to, I'm trying, I would love to be able to sell some of those. Uh, and that's what I would, I would name them one of those, you know, like the, like the dad, the, the, the dad grillers or something. I don't know what I would call them, but they would have a name. That would be dope. I should just, that's a good idea. I, I, the, the thing is, you know, I have a company that, that, that does a lot of printing for, or, you know, for my, for my, uh, you know, my merch. And the only shoe style they have right now is similar to like a Converse, mm-hmm. um, you know. So, so I might have to make those some grill shoes and just like, you know, find a good design for it. I don't know. I don't know. I have to find a way. Find a way. But anyway, yeah. Check out the site. There's a lot of stuff on there, and more stuff to come hopefully. So sweet. That's it. There you go, people. Episode two fourteen. Don't know what we gonna call it, but <laughs> you heard it. Yeah, yeah. I. That's it. And I guess. It. On that note, we blacking out. Blacking out.